Episode, I guess the appropriate title would be 666. Yep. Of the Too Thick Pod. Your home for, on most days, sports, cards, and levity. Uh, today I'm joined by Manny being Manny 1.0. What's up, Jeremy? Um, as you could tell, Jeremy and I are in a certain mood. Right, we want to bring the sports cards and levity, um, but we'll get into that. We, we let's get let's 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 bring it. Let's let's talk about the what the people are here for, and uh, it's the too thick pod. Right, we have Jeremy, we have meat sticks, tummy sweats. We're brought to you by the fellas out in Portage slash Australia, where they have Black Widows roaming their earth, Mister or Mister and Mister. Tyler and Tommy, TNT Sports Cards. Yep, Tommy and Tyler. Best group subber out there. Make sure you check out the website, tntcards.com, and Facebook, tntcards.mi. Tell them two things sent you, and they will take good care of you. Mm-hmm. So as, as Manny alluded, um, we legitimately, we just hit record. Um, last week, some news broke, and... It was something that I never, ever expected to see. It's something that, quite frankly, um, it threw me off. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying not to, to well up because I've got like a, just a tremendous mix of emotions. But um, somebody that we know, somebody that we have had on before somebody who we've seen at shows somebody who's been on some of the lives to talk about um Shipshawana, you know the lansing show um vcon um i want to say it was like late morning early afternoon friday i was tagged in a live and the live i had no idea what it was i just thought it was something like i thought it was just some like goofy stuff and as i was driving it became clear to me that this was something bad. And not only was it something bad, the allegations were heinous and the allegations were of somebody who myself, um, Courtney and Manny have all, you know, tried to be there for, tried to um, be a good friend, acquaintance. Um, And I guess, you know, what that was is, um, allegations that trees collectibles had attempted to solicit a minor to engage in, um, you know, sexual activity or, or, or however, I, I don't know how to word it properly. Um, so it, it's something for me that hits close to home and it's, um, somebody who was in my house this past summer as our kids swam together. Um, I went and I I read everything. I honestly didn't know how to react. I've never felt so many mixed emotions at one time. And I want to be clear. I'm not, I'm not trying to make this about me. I'm trying to explain our absence next week and to give people some insight of 
where myself and Courtney are at and where Manny's at. And then, you know, I'd like to put this behind us and move on. But um, I've never felt such a mix of emotions. And I never, I always mess with Manny because he's always the one that wants to talk on the phone. I must have tried calling Manny like two or three times. Like, is this true? What is this? Um, I attempted to reach out to Mark um, because then I was like, well, what if, how do you, how are you a good friend? If you're my friend, I'd like to see the good in you. And if I've never seen anything to suggest otherwise, is the fair thing to do to give you the benefit of the doubt. Um, obviously, my message, my messages went completely unanswered. All of Tree's socials were completely scrubbed and taken down. And people who are close to him have reached out and have alluded or suggested that what's being alleged is true. Um, there, there's, there's pictures, there's messages, and it's hard when there's that much evidence pointing to something being one thing for it to be something else. Yep. Um, so I, I, you want to do, you want to just chat for a minute? Let me collect my thoughts. Yeah. So <clears throat> as of now in our, this is kind of for me, um, no relationship with him ever. Um, it's not a gray area. Me and Jeremy, both, you guys see it. We're both parents of kids. And that's just like <clears throat> that. There's no line to draw. Like you do that, you're, you're uh, nothing. We're not going to associate with him. Um, we did get a couple DMs and it seemed like um, they were trying. It seemed like DMs like trying to get us like, ha, you had him on your show. Well, we don't agree with that as well. hundred percent do not agree with that. Um, and He's pretty much we we don't know who that is anymore. So I'm drawing a line there. Um, if he would have, I mean, we had no idea. You can never tell, and it kind of hit home, like Jeremy said, because we have kids and we let someone like that be close to us. So it hit home. Extending beyond cards, one of the reasons Manny and I are friends in the hobby and in real life is our, is our, just our, our, like the way we view the world, our, our ethics, our moral compass, where we both were raised in less than desirable circumstances. And we all have a desire for our kids to have bigger and better and a place where they are safe yep. and they are loved and um, part of how we started to become friendly with Mark was he expressed that he had very similar morals. And it hurts that somebody you open your house to, somebody you check in and extend well wishes, somebody that you genuinely care about, not only them, their wife, their child, come to find out that that was all a lie. Yep. So on a just a personal level, the initial reaction is a little bit of hurt there, a little bit of sadness 
not a little bit, a lot of sadness and also a little bit of like shame and embarrassment because anytime you see those messages, you don't know if somebody's extending like, Hey, are you okay? Or ha ha got you as if this person's actions yep. represent me, my family, Manny, his family. So that hurts. Yep. Um, really just a really quiet, somber weekend. I had to shut it down. I was like outside of like my wife. I really didn't talk to anybody because I didn't know what to feel. I didn't know how to make sense of what, like, how did this happen? It's one of those things like, man, that shit would never happen to me Yeah. until it happens to you. And slowly the sadness and anger turned to the, the, the sadness and turned to anger Yep. because I started rereading text messages. I started going through Instagram and I'm like, wow, there's pictures of my kids that this person hearted. Now I'm left to wonder, was that just genuinely like when I see an awesome picture of Haven double tap that heart, she's adorable. She's a cutie. That's, that's an awesome, like, I know that moment when you're like at a pumpkin patch or opening a pack of Pokemon cards or whatever the case may be. Now I'm left to wonder if by me trying to share something personal to me, Mm -hmm. what was the motive for that? Um, so then it turned into anger and then it turned into a, a spot that I don't think anybody ever wants to be where you just see red, mm-hmm. where I know at the end of the day, I'm glad that cooler heads prevailed. I'm glad that people like Manny, you know, despite me being unavailable, checked in on me to make sure I was okay. I couldn't help but think that there's another child in all this and me taking law into my own hands is probably not the right thing. No. So I I would just say this. Anybody who would harm a child, anybody thinks that's acceptable, anybody that would attempt to justify this kind of behavior, I, I firmly believe that there's a special place in hell for you. And I want you nowhere near me or my loved ones. Yep. I, we do not condone that. I absolutely hate it. Like, I don't know what else to say. I don't know how else to articulate it other than, you know, thank God somebody caught this before this potential child was abused. Hopefully there weren't any others. And I'm sure anybody in the hobby who's had experiences with this person is feeling the same sort of whatever that feeling is. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he had a big following. It wasn't just like he had over 6,000 followers on Instagram. So, yeah. and I mean, like a lot of people knew him. Like we were at VCon, he knew a lot of people. So I'm sure as this news spreads, yep. there's going to be a lot of people saying, what the hell? So mm-hmm. um, our DMs are open if you want to talk about this at all. That's why we weren't around last week. Um, it was just. Yeah. What, what do you say to that? Like, I've never yeah. experienced that. There's no training. There's like nobody that ever said, Hey, this is how you behave when something like that pops up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't, if I yeah. miss anything, please feel free to add. No, no. And then it, to like, con- like close it. Cause we'll never bring this up again because he's poof. We'd never met him before. Um, We did, you'll go back through. We did 
I'm going to call it out. I deleted everything because I don't want it on my page, on Jeremy's page, on Too Thick. So there's no nothing on our page that's associated with him. And that was because of me, because I don't want to be associated with something like that. So, like I said in the beginning, it's pretty much to close out. I never met him before. He's disappeared. So that's how I feel. But if you're going through something or you want to chat, yeah, our DMs are open. We'll we'll gladly talk through anything. And if you're if you're hurting and like you struggling, like please don't do anything stupid. Like mm-hmm. there's people out there we can we can talk and try to <clears throat> be there for one another. Yep. Yeah, because I mean we another thing, this is like inside the mind of Jeremy and Manny. We decide we were like, should we talk about it? Should we just ignore it and we thought maybe let's just get it out and this is our podcast our platform let's just get it out um i don't care what people think about it it's what we feel and we have two kids and we're we're done that's the line so you have five kids i have two kids i'm sorry (laughs) so i have four kids manny has two and if we have two together there's new breaking news here on the two thick pod <laughs> your your face me and jeremy have two kids <laughs> if you and i have two kids i'm glad i'm meat sticks yeah exactly <laughs> tell me sweat. uh so let's let's change to like back to our normal sh- schedule program um i've been to card show- this is uh, this is actually different um than normal i've been to the card shows jeremy has been skipping out on these card shows um and it's because i mean it is work so i can't i can't give them too much crap about it but when people ask and the our friends that are that know both of us you know you best believe i'm saying jeremy's a slacker this he's ass isn't in the cards anymore he hates it he hates you he doesn't want to see you i told dennis you said it was a shithole um so (laughs) no no but everyone was asking for you and Courtney, they do miss you. Um, they're surprised that we haven't been set up in a while, and we lost our spot. So we're we're back to bre- uh, starting fresh at the Lansing show. Dude, I never thought there would be a day in hell where I would be jealous, and I'm not a jealous person, so take this with a grain yeah. of salt, where I would be envious of Manny's going to card shows and me not because for a while it was me going to card shows and Manny couldn't join as a result of work or life or family (laughs) or whatnot. And now in back-to-back weekends, this dude's out hobnobbing at two of the bigger shows in all of Michigan talking a grip of shit. Now I will tell you as a friend, that is the appropriate play because I always talk a grip of shit. So that is the correct. So I am proud of you for that, but just know now the game is on. Oh yeah, I, the game's already—it's been on. Like I get shit, shit talked all the time. I'm just trying to man up and do it myself. So let's go back to let's go back to the Kalamazoo show. Would that be correct? Yes, at, at K Wing Arena, correct. and it was pulled on by Southwest Michigan Collectibles. Anthony, yep, Anthony, good dude. Love his kid. He's got some cool, unique stuff. What what was that show like? So they had it in like the foyer of the wings like practice center. And it was cool because I was thinking about it. They had a hockey tournament that same, like um, kind of like a youth hockey tournament. And it seemed like a lot of people from different areas were there and they would come over and were looking like they were looking to see what, what was going on. And they saw cards and you could see people were like, I want hockey cards um, and stuff like that. So 
the excitement was there. It was packed. And uh, you walk in. Um, Anthony's had it set up where everyone got a raffle ticket. And he was giving away uh, BC's Pizza, which is a pizza place. And it had like a little gift bag, basket. Um, so that was exciting. That's something I haven't seen at card shows. So shout out to Anthony. I know that's probably a, a lot of work to do. Yes. Um, but it was busy and people were buying is what I was seeing. People were buying. They were selling. It wasn't just um, – we know how some dealers are like, uh, everyone just wants to sell. No, it was, it was uh, back and forth. There were people that were just trying to get rid of some cards here and there. I didn't see a lot of big end cards. I saw a lot of like a uh, hundred to like $500 cards that were uh, moving, dealing and moving 50 to a 500, I would say. So um, the football hype, I was shocked. There were still a lot of people looking for football, which you were two weeks ago, you were still in the playoffs. But then it considered that the Lions were still in it. Um, people were still trying to find football uh, cards, which shocked me because me and you were on to baseball and uh, not a lot of people had baseball that much. So they it had is, to out. It, I, I would say in general, in Michigan, football is king. Regardless of the season, there is – you could set up in baseball season with a baseball showcase and do okay. Outside of baseball season, you're going to struggle. Yeah, soccer. You and me have already. You get your ass kicked in Michigan. It is tough to have a showcase of soccer cards. Football is your safe bet where we live. You know, and we're and we're probably about ninety minutes, two hours from each other. Mm -hmm. Football is always safe, man. There is always a demand, and I've got more and more friends who I recognize that they're just like it's football year round. They don't care. Yeah, they don't care about the hype, the dips, like anything. Mm -hmm. um, it it's weird though, like. I think it's like higher up though, because the Lions were doing good, so everyone was excited. Thirty some years, blah blah blah. That's all I heard. So you guys suck. You lost. So uh, I don't know. Like, this, this seemed too. Manny hit me on a Sunday night at like just before midnight, and I'm like, I'm surely he had to see. We had he had to have seen this somewhere. <laughs> why i can't do it myself <laughs> well it was i mean if you did all the credit in the world to you my friend but it was like very rarely am i at a loss for words where i just chuckle and you know people like generically in text message use lol it's become like this generic you don't have to respond to anything it's like non-committal it's just you. like that's yes. you i know when you don't read my shit because it's L lmao and then i try to and then I test it. I'm like, I say something else, and it's this quick LMAO. I'm like, he ain't paying attention to me. No, I, I am, my friend. I am. <laughs> I was cooking for you yesterday because you wanted something, and I made your day. But please tell the folks what you said at, like, midnight. Manny is such a piece of garbage that at, like, 11 o'clock at night, he's calling me to, like, express his excitement on how the Lions lost. I, wa I wanted Jeremy to – because his friend does shirts. I wanted him to make me a shirt that said the Lions reported ineligible to the Super Bowl. And uh, so I could wear it <laughs> at the next card show <laughs> in front of all the Lions fans. You're going to get your ass beat, man. And and th what makes that that much more funny is like Manny was arguing with Lions fans on Twitter about that <laughs> after that Lions-Cowboys game. Yeah, to the point where people were blocking him. That was Manny went through that rough couple weeks where he was just fighting <laughs> with everybody everywhere. Oh yeah, I think I'm blocked. I'm still blocked by him. I don't understand. Uh, 
he knew he, he knew he went too far. He even started doing his own personal Lions account because he got a little feisty over no reason. I sent a gif of a smiley or I sent the gift of did we just become best friends? And it's like, yep. And he got mad. So it was it was we'll get back to the show in a second. I cannot explain the vibe in Michigan. Like for Detroiters and across the state for what this football team had meant, the vibe, the buzz. It was similar to what 2016 in Chicago was for the Cubs. You have a fan base that's just starved for anything good. And the minute they become remotely good, anybody and everybody who's never even watched football is the biggest Lions fan. And I'm like, man, this is actually pretty awesome. When they're not playing the Bears, I'm going to go ahead and root for the Lions. Until about like week eight or nine, where if you go back and listen, where there became a select group of Lions fans that became the most insufferable people in the world and spoke as if this was the greatest football team of all time, the Detroit football team is the greatest franchise in NFL history. Dan Campbell would shit all over, you know, Everyone. any coach of all time. Goff is the greatest quarterback. David Montgomery Gibbs. Amon Ra is the greatest wide receiver. And they became just like delusional. Yep. Absolutely delusional. We so then I was conflicted. You're, you're talking about Kenny, and it's okay. You could call him out. It was Kenny. No, your beef is with Kenny. So I became conflicted because there's a group of people who are just genuine, good, diehard fans. And I I want the Lions to win for them. But then there's this vocal minority. No, majority. do not know their place. Yeah. Like, I am a Bears fan. Yeah. We are not relevant. We are a garbage franchise. If you bring up the 1985 Super Bowl, please piss off. That is almost 40 years ago. That is not relevant. That is not a good franchise. That's more, I, more than the Lions. I, <laughs> by the way, I hated that we did that episode for like a week. Like that main page of like my Instagram was yeah. filled with that girls with big butts and like how to do magic. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so fresh. But uh, yeah, so like the most is they went up 14 to nothing. I messaged yeah. a friend of mine. Yeah, And I was like, hey, I'll take the Niners if you want to bet. Like trying to get like some crazy, like, you know, 10 to 1, something like that. Make in what my mind I thought would be some easy money. And he's like, he's not from around here. And he's like, man, this is Detroit. They're going to lose this shit. And I was like, okay, 24 to 7 and a half. And then like eight minutes into the third quarter, I'm like, this is the most Detroit thing ever yep. to take a lead like that and lose the way that they did. Yeah. The best. I mean, we had a specific fan. I won't name names, but he used to be a Cowboys fan. And now he switched over to be a Lions fan, which is crazy to me. And he talks about the Cowboys, but in his basement, he has all Cowboys memorabilia. And he hates the Cowboys. Um, he was saying that the Lions, no one could beat them. They're unstoppable. Blah, blah, blah. The guy messed up. That guy messed up because he called me today. And he once he called me, he realized, oh, I shouldn't have called you because I said, how about the Lions? Oh, he instantly regretted life decisions. <laughs> he did. You you heard him. You heard people in the background like, why did you call Manny out of all the people you could have called? You called Manny. And he's like, oh, shit, I forgot about this. <laughs> yeah, you know, what? like so, so today was really like my first day on. 
the amount of like there's clearly some people in the hobby that are holding certain cards they get mad over the yeah because the amount of hatred or like by lamar's failure somehow other quarterbacks are better or as a result of this and it's it's actually it's absolutely fascinating it is absolutely fascinating and i just i kind of want to just throw fuel on the fire and sit back and have a good laugh yeah but um yeah, no, a uh, c- couple good games yesterday. Um, shout out to the Lions for an incredible season. The the, the, the city of Detroit truly deserved yep. it. And um, unfortunately, the Bears and Packers are going to run that division for the foreseeable future, in my humble opinion. Yeah, and uh, just, just remember, Lions fans, you're really good this year. You're really good in 1991, and it took you 30 years to get back. So hopefully you don't have to wait another 30-some years to even have some success. So – Wow. All right. So Kalamazoo show is popping. People are buying and selling because you know a Detroiter is going to come and yeah, did I ever tell you this? So I moved to Detroit without ever visiting. Yeah, that's your first problem. <laughs> okay. So I had this perception. I knew Detroit from seeing rap concerts. And I, and I knew Flint from rap music via the Dayton family. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Because you know, I was a white kid in the suburbs. <laughs> of illinois and i listened to rap music so i thought i had michigan all figured out yeah it's like the first week where i take this job and they've got me in what they would call like a luxury apartment yeah you know like meanwhile courtney's having kaya you know i'm going back and forth like every week you know leaving on thursday nights coming back monday morning and like my maybe my second week i have this out of town crew who request like the entire crew requests like a week off and they're literally requesting like a month in advance. And it was like to go deer hunting. Oh, yep. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's, this is not a town crew. That's strange. Yeah. Well, then like over the next week, because we had, I had about like, I don't know, 150 people that I could, that like ultimately ran through me. And everybody was requesting the same period of time off. And so I asked my operations manager, I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and he was like, hey, hunting is a big deal in Michigan. Yeah. I had no idea how hillbilly and country bumpkin a majority of Michigan is. My only experience was Detroit and Flint. I thought Michigan was much more urban than what it was. And it's no. actually very rural. It is. It's just Detroit and Flint pretty much. And then the rest is just woods and trees and hillbillies. Like, like these people want to drink Mountain Dew, chew tobacco, soak themselves in deer piss, yep. and sit up and freeze with the hope that they can shoot an animal. Isn't that crazy? We get, when my old job, we had to inspect the poles. And we that week, we couldn't ex- inspect them because... Uh, there's been incidents where we try to go walk out in the middle of nowhere to find the pole and you run up and you got a red laser on your head, like get out of my area. Uh, so they like warn us, do not inspect poles right now. I, I was so like, I had this perception of what I thought it was and I never put much thought into it. So I was just like, Oh, hunting. Huh. Yeah. That's weird. Well, more hunting. Huh? That's weird. What the hell? Like surely not all of these people are hillbillies. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, I tell them it's not hunting unless you get, you don't have a gun. Then that's when the real hunt starts. So I always love when I le- learned the deer piss thing. Yeah. So now I'm just anybody that hunts, I'm like, oh yeah. So like, you you soak yourself in deer piss, right? Yeah. And then I'm always like, <laughs> like you got to be a badass. You got to like 
put the knife in your mouth, sneak up behind yeah. the deer, fucking have the deer blood like war paint. Yeah. Why you're not doing it right? Rambo style. That's what I want to see someone do. There you go. So yeah, that, that's that's Michigan. So the hillbillies yeah. are sad about the lions. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah. So that card show, it was a lot of people, a lot of foot traffic. I was actually shocked on how much foot traffic. I guess Anthony, you told me it's the most he he's had, um, uh, people wise. So that's a good sign for uh, Michigan card shows, right? Because we have one, we have the Lansing show, which we love, always packed. But if we could have another one that's always packed on the West Coast, kind of get them. Uh, it just seems like in Michigan, the hobby is just like everyone's excited to buy cards. I, I'm telling you, when there was that thing, like, and I, it still might be there, so please forgive my ignorance. But there was a point in time where it seemed like anything relating to the hobby was popping off in California. Mm-hmm. I was always like, man, if some of these people in Michigan just brought cameras with them. You guys like that northern Indiana, you touch into Chicago, into Michigan, northern Ohio, because like they've done shows in like Lima and Toledo that are just absolutely bonkers where you have people coming in, flying in to the Midwest to attend these shows. And they don't get they're not on the scale and they don't get the publicity that like, you know, like a culture collision or a Dallas or a Burbank gets. I mean, Ship Shawana and mid, uh, what is it, mid midnight or mid something bash. In Indianapolis, what's that one? We haven't been to it, but we want to. Mid- Monster, something Monster. Midwest Monster. Midwest Monster. Yeah, that yeah. one's a huge one. So, Shipshawana, Midwest Monster. I mean, there those two are like huge shows. Yeah. So, I'm I'm checking this out, and you know, I think Anthony's going to continue to have great success because he's a hobby guy through and through. Yep. Like he collects yep. what he collects. I love that he's got his little guy there, and so anytime it's put on by a hobby person who wants you to have the best experience, wants to go out of their way to make sure that like, Hey, there's something, if you've got a small bankroll, a big bankroll, just to be there and have a good time. I think these events will continue to have great success. And then obviously anytime that you can bring the kids along and have a good time. That's, that's just awesome. Can I say it? It was as cool as the mall um, shows because in the mall, you know, us two thicks, we want to eat, you know, how there's the food court. Yeah. Yeah. it's not almost non-existent in the Lansing one, but you got Annie Ann's pretzels that everyone goes to. Mm-hmm. The Kalamazoo, because there was a tournament, they had concessions open, so everyone was pumped about that. Let's go. Yeah, so good job, Anthony. So the second, last weekend I went to the Lansing show again, and you've been to the Lansing show. Foot traffic was insane. Like yeah. I couldn't find a parking spot. This is a show that like Dennis can go from like 120 to 170 tables based on what he wants to do. Yep. And I'm not sure, like that would be a good question next time we have him on to ask him is that I'm sure at a certain point it's like, you don't want to go so big because it's just more for you to manage. It makes your life easier to a little bit scale it down, but it's, it's in a, it's in a mall and it's yep. right in the middle. His card shop is also in the mall. So it's right there. So you have tables everywhere. And I want to say for seven, eight months last year, we were set up. Thank you to Dennis and the shitbox show, which people will never let me hear the end of it. Avery's yeah. shoebox show. Um, <laughs> there was always an incredible opportunity to buy, sell everything from dollar cards up to five figure cards. Yeah. Um, our guy Hollister, before I even got there, bought a huge lot that pa- he packed his trunk. And uh, before I like, it's crazy. Like the amount of people, like, 
I would say the Lansing show, and this is to the people that aren't dealers, the dealers there at the Lansing show are buying and they want to buy. Jeremy and I, when we were set up, we want to buy. So when we're set up, we're trying to buy. Um, I don't sell, and there's there's people like that come there, there's the big name people that come and wipe out your table as well. Um, my thing with the Lansing show, you gotta know what to bring. Dennis Dennis brought it up when he was on our show. You bring lions, you bring tigers, you bring Michigan State or Michigan alum, you're gonna your table is gonna do really well. Yeah. So the people okay. that don't sell is because they don't know. Mm-hmm. And I would say all the hip modern stuff that you see on Insta, it, yep. that, that stuff moves too because you do have, um, and I don't even know if they want their names being thrown out there, but like the same people that you would see going to a culture collision are yeah. like the same people that are there. They're coming in trying to spend ten, twenty thousand dollars and load up on as many cards as humanly possible. You also have people that are Pokemon, big bigger name Pokemon uh, collectors in the hobby or flippers or whatever they're invested in pokemon that they do whatnot shows and they try to buy out all the what uh pokemon cards so you have that as well and uh i mean like for example we have silver that's always like the uh, in our dms he hates me he always likes messing with me um so so silver silver and 504 i legitimately feel a little, i feel a little bad for because I genuinely like them dudes. They're yeah. awesome people. They're incredibly supportive. But you don't text, you don't respond to them. I am horrible in group messages. Now, 504 is wisened up. Somehow, somehow, that Louisiana swamp trash man got my cell. And so once in a while, when I've like, you know, it's like the, like the girl that you're dating and you're kind of yeah. like, you're, you're, you're preoccupied or you forget. Yeah. And so like, she, she hits me, he hits me on the cell and i'm like oh you know i feel awful this guy messaged me i meant to respond yeah you know what i mean same with silver you do the same with him he has my number so i i told him i he he starts sending me dallas cowboy memes i said delete my number please so you know what happens to me is i get that moment where i get that wave of like i need to get caught up on messages yeah and it's always so much worse than what i thought like in my mind it's only been a couple hours and yeah. I look back and it's like, it's been three weeks or some stupid amount of time. You so I start, careful. what's that? You better be careful. Silver will meme you. So, well, shit. I was like, the first 74 memes were me. I just gave him that idea because you know he's listening. He's going to be like, you know what? I'm about to meme Jeremy for not responding. <laughs> so what I do is I go back and I go like in chronological order. So I start responding to shit. Yeah. And it throws them off because I'm hitting an LOL and they're like, my cat just died. Well, I'm not LOLing the cat just dying. I'm like three weeks back when you said something that was, you know, let's let's face it, silver and yeah. matte, like, eh, kind of funny, but you don't want to hurt their feelings yeah, too yeah. much. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And then and then it's like Matt's like, oh, I don't have any money. And then you look at his Instagram, he's posting 97 golds, their PSA 10. Yeah, exactly. Of every wrestler. He's like oh. collecting all the wrestlers. And then uh I will say Jeremy is a boomer when it comes to Instagram. He doesn't know how to hold the button and reply to the certain message. So he will just put LOL and he's responding to a message you sent two weeks ago. And uh, it's just total confusion when you talk to Jeremy and IG. This is why Courtney handles the reckless cards and Jeremy will just come in. You know, when it's Jeremy, cause he's trying to start shit with either me or uh, anybody in that chat. So. Yeah, like I like I just like I hooked up. We're, we're gonna record again with cousins collectibles. 
I come yeah. in and set it all up and then I just disappear. Like, yeah. I don't even know what the response was. All I know is there was like 97 messages and I'm like, yeah, I'm not reading all that. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, Lansing, Michigan, uh, in conclusion with the shows, everyone seems to be back in the hobby. I will say that uh, in December, like when we were kind of in our like blue, um, a lot of people were, but it seems like it's ramping back up. There's a lot of people that are probably getting their bonus check tax money and they want to spend it on cards. So um, I'm excited. I, I'm also excited, Jeremy. I know I'm switching topics, but I want to talk about it before we go. Bowman U is amazing. And I've been buying it just because Michigan State has like four players. But I've been PCing Jeremy Fears. Nice. I have out of 25. Look at out of 50. And then Booker, Xavier Booker out of 25. I missed out on his out of 10 and out of five. And I'm so mad. And they're cheap. Out of 10 sold for 30 bucks or 20 bucks, 25 bucks. And out of 30 sold for like, or out of 10, five sold for like 35. So they're not expensive cards, but they mean something to me. So if you have them, reach out to me if you have a low number. So did I, did I share the story with TNT and Bowman? Yeah. yeah. The, what you guys ripped a box. Did I, did I share it on too thick though? Uh, I don't think so. All right, so uh, our, our friends over at TNT, Tomas and Tyler, Tyler and Tomas, decided to, to get us a case of Bowman U to rip on uh, release day or the day after release day. And, uh, you know, shout out to, to Three Kings because they bought it through um, Three Kings. Yep. And so we were sitting there ripping and there was packs everywhere. It started out with like everybody took a hobby box and then it just turned out to like Cecily was ripping it open putting packs everywhere. So everybody was just grabbing packs. Mm-hmm. Well, I pulled the Caitlin Clark orange auto out of 25, took a and picture of it, posted on Instagram, didn't tag anybody, and then just sat and watched everybody rip it. And, you know, everybody's like, man, I want to get a brawny. I want to get this. Who's this guy? Who's this guy? You know, Kenny doesn't know his head from a hole in the ground. Is he good? So that was just like, ah, he's a freshman that plays in Kentucky. He's probably pretty good. Yeah. So we got to the end, and I'm like, so how you feeling, Tyler? And you could just tell. He was like, oh, it was fun. It was like Eeyore. It was, yeah, fun. It was fun. I'm like, man, you did good. He's like, well, we burned, you know, burned a thousand bucks or whatever the hell he said. I'm like, no, bro, you did good. He's like, <laughs> so I was like, how about you? And everybody else is like, I don't know. I Maybe, maybe not. Probably we didn't hit anything big. I'm like, oh, no, you all did good. Yeah. So I just let it marinate for a couple of minutes. <laughs> And so then, like, I hit him with the, like, I'm pretty sure you did good. And I put it in his hand, and everybody's like, what the f- holy shit? Yeah. He's like, when did that happen? I'm like, oh, 20 minutes ago. And like, you didn't say anything? I'm like, no, I was too busy posting on social. <laughs> Dude, that's a big card. The the women's in the um, – the women players that are in that set are all, like, studs. Gangsters. Uh, yes. Um, Gangsters. Paige. You got Paige. You got – you got – Caitlin, you got Brink, Brink, Brinks in Stanford, which I think is the best player. Um, you got the two girls from LSU um, that are in that set. So I think it's a sweet set to have. I, I think prospecting, I've said it before, I think prospecting for basketball and football is going to come get bigger and bigger with NIL deals. So I'm excited. Manny said it. Manny was – some people are thinking it. Manny said it. He thinks that for football and basketball, Bowman first could potentially be like Bowman baseball first. Yeah. And you can it get won't in. be as big, but 
I could see margins. There's gonna be margins. Yeah, because you can get and you know if you PC these players, they're like they're they're and they're badass. Some of the cards are are so so dope. Yeah, they are so dope. So it's awesome to hear that the shows are alive. The buzz is, um, it's crazy, man. It is absolutely crazy. I think realistically, we're not going to set up until March in Ship Shawana. Uh, as much as I'd love to be at every show, there's just not enough hours in the day. Are you going to next month the De- uh, Lansing one? The I can't watch? commit to anything. Like, like I haven't had a day off in like ten days. Yeah, no, and I it's, know. It's nine o'clock now, and I'll be leaving in about six hours to head out. Yeah. So it's, I would love to, like, I truly want to, but Courtney and I are like killing ourselves building something special over here. Mm-hmm. And, um, if Kid we, five, everyone, if we build that properly, we're going to have all the time and the money in the world just to, to play with cards. They're going to adopt a professional athlete. That's and and, and if you know, if you know, you know, Courtney and I are cooking on something that would be super big, super hobby related. And would be like um, the fulfillment of a childhood dream. There you go. How's that for a tease? Oh, yeah. So, man, that's all I have. I know we started a little bit of a rough patch. Shit news, but we wanted to be upfront. We wanted to talk about it. We wanted to share what we were thinking. Manny's out just gallivanting at shows. Now, I will say, Manny, my guy, when you go to these shows, do some content. He's like, I got you, fam. And then he like posts one thing. No, no, no. okay. I blame I. Let's See, I just want to point out this is no. who Manny is. This I is, blame. No, I blame. No. It's never. It's never pointing the fingers at the guy in the mirror. It's never the thumbs up so, pointing this guy. He's always got I an say, excuse. Me and Jeremy are both the type that we're not the type that are going to have like a camera walking around with us. We're too embarrassed. We get in our own heads. We get in our own heads with Jeremy and I try to hang out, and we don't want to ask the other person because we don't want to offend them and you want us to do content at shows where we're walking around with cameras and we're we're basically like oh are people judging us are we getting judged because we have a camera um psa poppy went to the uh show in kalamazoo the dude brought a tripod and everything to do tiktoks and i'm like how is this possible he asked me to do a tiktok with him and all i had to do is walk and steer right I was so I was sweating because I was like, "There's too many people looking at me. I'm the center of attention. I don't like it." So we are normal people. We do not like. We get in our own heads, but W. I, I literally went to the Kalamazoo to drop off submissions. I went to the Lansing to drop off submissions. I wasn't like really trying to buy. I was trying to drop them off and leave. But then I get talking into my hobby friends, um, and then time runs all out, and then the show ends, and I'm like, "Well, guess I'm uh nothing." So, like, you know, like, when it came to responding to messages and, like, all yeah. that stuff, one thing I've always done when I worked for a company and I had the ability to do so, I would always take, like, an APM or I'd get an assistant. Yeah. And I would be like, all right, so for the first two weeks, you don't have to do anything. I might ask you to do a little odds and ends shit. But you're just going to follow me and you're going to see how I operate. And then your job, like, think of, like, what is it? Um Sean McVay, he's got that yeah. guy that just helps him like not walk onto the field. Exactly. Like, I need you to make sure I respond to messages. I need to make sure you do this. I need to make yeah. that. And then it was always like, get my Starbucks order, right? Because at that time, you're hitting Starbucks two and three times a day. And that's the exactly. most important thing. Yeah. <laughs> With my dear wife, Courtney, her best thing is, is because she speaks fluent Jeremy. Yeah. That I can provide her a concept or just I can give her a like, bleh. 
and then she can turn it into something. Yeah. So with that poor woman killing herself 100 hours a week, I'm like, hey, um, let's make content, which is cool. But like even right now, she's gone working. Yeah. And Not I'm the content sure. you guys are thinking, but guys, it's the hobby. Oh, you can find that if you go to the, our link tree and go to our OnlyFans. It doesn't say OnlyFans. It shows a little red chili pepper. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were going to, like, when you said we're going to make content, I literally thought you were going to, your light bulb was about to go ping. That shit would sell. There's a lot of weirdos in the hobby, man. Like, <laughs> Seeing Jeremy in a thong. <laughs> Hell no. You, you can see that shit for free. You're going to go to the OnlyFans. You're going to see Papa doing some work. <laughs> no. Yeah, so I, I, I do give it up to Courtney because she would grab my phone and be like, man, this is how you do it. Just walk around. And I'm like, you know, there's a lot of people that don't want to be recorded. And we're just – and I know it's, like, public and we don't care. But um, I still, like – I think bad thoughts when I'm doing it. I, I like, the Instagram thing is for real. Like, the when we first started sharing our collection, yeah. I would be like, oh. This card's only like worth, you know, whatever. Yeah. We can't share that because all I'm seeing is 70. Like if it's not, if it's not a 52 mantle, like PSA 10, like we can't share it because our cards aren't good enough. And she was like, knock it off you. Like expletive, yeah. expletive, expletive. Like just yeah. share stuff. Be cool. Like share what you like. I know. And if people don't like it, F them. And if people do like it, they'll. And so like, she's incredible when it comes to that. So yeah. I would be like, oh, this is if Steven Spielberg didn't, oh, this isn't Scorsese who edited our video. We can't put yeah. him out. No, the best thing is, uh, this is true about Jeremy too. He does not like to be recorded. So I'm surprised he does a podcast with me. The second time I actually was trying to do content, I'm doing it and you hear in the background, don't fucking put me on the camera. And I, <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry, <laughs> let me restart. <laughs> He's like, I don't put me on the camera. If you're able to find, <laughs> pictures of me as a child yeah and they're just so happy to get me in a picture if you look i'm flipping it off like <laughs> i would try this like the, this just dead stare yeah and then they'd be like come on jeremy do this and it would be like i put my arm around somebody and if you look at my hands my arm is around them like that <laughs> he hates pictures. i absolutely hate it the only time you will find a picture of me that it is a genuine smile where I'm willing take, taking the picture is if I've had a couple cocktails and I'm in Vegas. Oh yeah, and then you're like in my face with your nuts. Out. Like you, you'll see those, or if I have to, like, and those are like the have tos are like for Courtney. There's not another person in the world that could get me to take a pic outside of Butters. If Butters could talk, my what I do is I grab somebody's ass cheek as hard as I can. And potentially slip my finger in the booty cheeks and grab them and make them so uncomfortable. Oh, look at that little gangster. Look at that guy. Little playa playa. No, J Jeremy is that type, though. He does not like pictures. Um, so I'm happy that he does a pod. I'm very grateful. I mean, look at this cute kid. Ah, oh, look at that. <laughs> look at that. Like, look at that. I knew there was a kid picture on here, so I was like, I got to find it. I'm looking to see if you're actually flipping yeah, You off. know where I got that is I met my grandma for the first time a few years ago, and she had some pictures of me hanging in her hallway. Oh, see? Look at that. I mean, <laughs> when you, I had just got done brushing my hair. I used to sit by the window and listen to a heart being played and brush my hair a thousand strokes. 
This is you? Yeah, dude. Dude, you had – I'm not used to you with hair. I tell you, I used to have long, blonde hair. That's that, – that's, that's, that, that, that's dark brown. Oh, you okay. want to know where I was? Look at the magazine. Uh, oh, okay. wait. So, oh, you were in Vegas? No, no, that, that's Scratch Magazine. That was like hip-hop music. I was in school for music business. Yeah. And I was in New York. And I was laying in this hotel room thinking that I was going to make it in the music industry, plotting how I was going to take over the world. So this is an exclusive uh, YouTube. This is what Jeremy does when on his off days trying to figure out what we're going to talk about on the podcast. Look at that. Look at that sexy man. Oh, look at Look and see. That's me as a white kid in the suburbs. Look at the hat. Look at the hat. Detroit. Detroit. Detroit, because I was influenced by rap music in Detroit. That's awesome. That's <laughs> when I was in school for radio and TV. I know you have you used to people don't know, but Jeremy used to have his own other podcast. Um maybe we'll bring his the co-host the other co-host on one of our shows. I you know what? I I listened to some of that stuff because that was very much anything going on in the real world. Yeah. Anything and there was no filter. Yep. You know, because at that time I was just a blue collar labor construction union and labor in Chicago. And we would get on and we would, you know, whatever we had segments. It was well produced. It, it was because we were in school for radio and TV. So our shit was crisp. We had a mixing board, the whole shebang. And we'd record together in person. And then I got the gig when we moved to Michigan. And then I had like private equity firms like scrubbing my LinkedIn and going through everything. And I'm like, Ugh. I'm kind of, I kind of feel bad. You went from him in a full-on production to to Manny in this uh, $60 mic. Yeah, and sh- so shout-out to my guy, John, because he was uh, – he, he kept me in line, and so you're, you're new, John. Yeah, yeah, but I don't keep you in line. So. And I – John is – I've listened to the podcast. John loves the AVNs award, so we'll just say that. He knows everything about them. I didn't know who Adriana Chechik was, and I didn't know who Kendra Lust was. Till I met John. Yeah. And John, you would never know talking to him that he would know anything ad- about adult films. <laughs> he knows it all. I'll tell you from the podcast. And I have never met when you're at this place and there's all these like naked girls and guys doing all sorts of just craziness. And this guy's walking up and he's like, hey, nice to meet you. The name's uh, John, blah, 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 blah. So I noticed that you were born in Butterfield, Illinois in 1974. I think, I think it's incredible when the gross domestic product is blah, blah. And I was like, what the John's like, I like the angle on this scene. No, but he was like very, like, he was the most respectful. And next thing you know, like, Kendra Lust is here and we're taking pictures. And I've got like hands grabbing boobs here and butts here and like... <laughs> Like, I like to think that I was a little bit of a play, a play, a little bit of a gangster, but I was like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah what's going on? Court, I need an adult. I need yeah. an adult. So right. make sure you like, subscribe, smash that. I don't know what the hell that last 52 minutes is. If you are angry, please message Manny. If you're happy, please message me. Make sure you yeah. leave reviews, reviews, and uh, smash that subscribe button, motherfucker. And with that, I hope you guys enjoyed your hobby release. We'll talk soon. Manny doing more car shows. (laughs) Fuck out of here.